Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I want to very quickly update you on the retreat, on the Men's Awakening Retreat that I'm doing with a couple of my brothers in Colombia, Santa Marta, Colombia, to be exact, which is on the Caribbean Sea. It's near Cartagena. You may not have heard of Santa Marta, but you may have heard of Cartagena. It's northern Colombia on the sea. It's going to be in early October, and that's what you guys already know. But if you go to the show notes of this show, of this episode, this podcast episode, you'll see a link to a landing page, and that's going to give you a lot more information than what I'm going to deliver on this podcast, because really, I want to talk to you guys about daily reincarnation, right? I don't want to talk to you for 20 minutes about the retreat, although it is going to be a transformative experience. So if you guys are ready to change with intention, if you're ready to not just to make intentional change, but change with intention, right? So not just intend to change, but have intention of that change. Then begin to intend <laughs> to join us in Colombia for this retreat. There's only 12 spots and we haven't started, we haven't opened up the applications yet, although it is going to be on the website. So on the landing page, so you guys can go there and check all that out. Now also brothers, I'm leaving Tulum. I love Mexico generally, Tulum specifically. And I'm heading back to the States. As you guys know, I do that every summer to visit my family. And here we go in August. So it's kind of like that last time to see my family, specifically, you know, my niece, you know, the little ones in the family that are going to be going back to school come September. So I'm going to be heading back to the U.S. for a little bit before heading back out again. As you know, I'll be in Colombia in October and probably heading south before that in September. But brothers, I want to talk to you about change. That's what the retreat is about. And that's really what the academy is about. The academy is about change. It's a school of change. What is power? Right? What do we think power is? When we think about power, a lot of times we think about power as some kind of status. You know, power is status. If we're a CEO or if we're an officer of any company, or even if we're an officer in, the, in some military branch, right? There's this idea of power, this idea of rank, this idea of status. Maybe it has to do with education. If we have a doctor's degree or a master's degree, then we have this status, we have this, this rank, this power. But of course, if we identify with that, if we identify our power with that, with that thing, then if that thing is ever threatened or challenged, then so is our power, so is our identity in some ways, because that's where we derive our power from, from the story we tell ourselves that give us that power. I've told you guys this before, early on, years, 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 years ago, when I was doing a podcast on confidence, where when I was running my gyms in the gym, I had status, right? I had this quote-unquote power, this false power. Because in the gym, there was a story that I was the boss, I was in charge. But at the moment I left the gym, I didn't feel that way. I didn't have that story. My power was gone. And that's what I mean when you connect power to some external status, some external place, some external thing. I want to offer that power is the ability. 
Okay, here's a new definition for power, that power is the ability to adapt to change and create change with intention. This is power. Because when you can do this, again, when you can adapt to the changes that are in the circumstance, changes in the events, changes in the now, in the moment, when you can adapt to that kaleidoscope of perfection, and you can create change, you can, with intention, you can affect the unified field, then you are, when you can do this, when you can do both of these, then you are empowered, right? You're empowered. I'm empowered. <laughs> That's what we mean when we say we're empowered. We don't talk about being empowered when we graduate from college, right? We don't talk about being empowered when we open our first business, right? Because these are statuses. But we talk about being empowered when we all of a sudden realize or connect to or align with who we really are. And the academy is a school of change. It teaches you how to have a relationship with change. It teaches you how to maintain stability in what is stable, and that's the alpha state, right? That's the eternal consciousness. That's the observer. That's who you really are, right? This observer, this flow, this witness. And it teaches you to work with the flow of change, with the maya, with the illusion, with the hologram. Love and gratitude are a part of the stable state. <laughs> you know, guys, I love talking about love and gratitude because they're part of the stable part of this experience, the alpha state. They're eternal. They're what is. They're real. Empowerment is a part of the interaction and relationship with change. Empowerment is a part of the relationship with what is not real, with what is in constant movement and change. That's the illusion, right? That's the hologram. So you're empowered when you have a relationship with the hologram, with our, our third dimensional experience of matter and density, you're empowered in that relationship when you have the ability to adapt to it, adapt to what is, and with intention, manifest. And both of these come through consciousness expansion, which is a, like a muscle that we train, consciousness expansion. However, and I want to be very clear with my words, you know, they're very, you know, we're always playing that telephone game, right? I want to make sure I'm clear with my words, even though words are symbols of symbols, and I, we've talked about all of that. Because when I say consciousness expansion is like a muscle we train, it's difficult because we actually are consciousness. So we're not training a muscle, right? We're not training this thing that is not us. Like we go into the gym and we train a muscle. <laughs> or, or even any skill, but we're training that skill. And consciousness expansion is not a skill. Expanding our consciousness, we are consciousness. And expanding it, it's not as if we're expanding it into what it is not. We're just expanding our aware of knowing that it is everything. So we're actually just becoming more of who we are, right? We expand our consciousness, we're just growing into more of who we are, right? Or we're, quote, unquote, remembering who we are. <laughs> or we're waking up. Right? Or any of the other things that people say. That's what conscious expansion is. And the tool for practicing expanding your consciousness that I'm going to introduce to you guys today is something that I very briefly mentioned last week. And I think it's important to kind of bring back, circle back to, so that you understand this concept and maybe even begin to play with it before enrolling in the academy. Like kind of like give it a shot. Like see if, you know, you can, you can do this on your own, without the guidance of the, of the mentors, of the coaches. And if you run into some barriers, some obstacles, some challenges, then again, like by all means, just enroll in the academy, we'll guide you through it. But 
at least give it a shot, right? Try this out. Try this concept. Try this practice out. I call it daily reincarnation. Because we have this illusion. We have this illusion, brothers, that we're linear beings having a linear experience, that we're linear beings having a linear experience, which is to say that we're kind of moving through time, we're moving forward through time from birth to death. And then even if you have this idea of reincarnation when the body dies, right, then maybe you believe that the soul comes back into another cellular form as a baby, or maybe the soul passes on into some nirvana or some heaven. Or maybe you believe none of that, right? But I think if you believe none of that, if you think the soul is over and it's done, then blackness ensues, then you're probably not listening to this podcast. But either way, we believe that there's a movement forward, that maybe in, in some kind of reincarnation, things are cyclical, right? This linearness, this, this moving. But I want to offer, brothers, a concept that not to be taken literally, because everything is a story, not to be taken literally, but to be taken in a way that empowers you, <laughs> empowers you, right, with both the ability to adapt to change, and, number two, to create change with intention. And that is that we are dimensional beings having a dimensional experience. Let me explain this. Linear beings having a linear experience is like matter. Like we're here in the hologram. We believe in this hardness, this density, this firmness, right? This solids, liquids, gas. We believe in the matter. <laughs> Again, it's hard to explain exactly what I'm talking about because it's all energy, right? But the energy that kind of becomes very, very dense, right? Becomes very, very dense and, and settles into what we would we'd then be able to have an experience with through our body, right? Again, the solids, the liquids, the gases, right? We can smell it. We can hear it. We can see it. We can taste it. We can't hear it, right? Maybe we can hear it. We can taste it can definitely touch it. And that's the linear beings having a linear experience that we're kind of moving through this. And that goes along with the idea of a universe, goes along with the idea of what I talked about last week, this idea of time, this idea of the Big Bang or, or evolution or whatever it is that we're, we're talking about here. Offering the idea that we're dimensional beings having a dimensional experience is more of a multiverse perspective, more to do with this, this new theory. And I think it's moved from hypothesis to theory. I think scientists have now seen it, right? They've been able to measure this. So it's now this theory of the unified field where time really doesn't exist. And because it doesn't exist, everything is existing at once in a field of oneness, right? In a field, we talk about the field of oneness, but really it's a field of superposition. It's a field of wave. It's a wave of possibility that everything is in a possible state of being in all places at all times, now, I know that's a difficult thing to grasp, a difficult thing to wrap your mind around, and that's why I'm going to explain what I mean when I say dimensional beings have a dimensional experience. Because in every moment that we make a choice, in the linear beings having a linear experience, we think that we make this choice and that we're just moving forward in the same reality, in the same world that we were in before we made the choice. That the world we were in a minute ago is the same world we're in today or now, and it's going to be the same world we're in a minute from now, right? And tomorrow and a year from now and so on. But being a dimensional being, we're actually living in this multiverse, this multiverse where there's a universe, there's an infinite number, an infinite number of universes, because every universe, every one of these is a potential of a choice that you make in your life. And depending on that choice, you're not moving forward in time. 
as a linear being. You're actually stepping through the dimension. You're stepping through this fabric, this dimensional fabric, into another multiverse, into another multiverse where everything is the same, except for this one thing that's different, this one choice that you made. Because again, there's an infinite number of multiverses. Every universe, there's, so, there's enough universes. Again, there's an infinite. <laughs> I know it's a difficult thing to wrap our minds around, but to say that, what I mean is that everything is the same except for one tiny glitch in the matrix. And that glitch in the matrix is your choice. You made a choice to go right instead of left. And that wasn't stepping you forward in time in this dimension. It's stepping you into another dimension where everything in that dimension is the same except for you went right, whereas in another dimension, you were going left, right? So every time you make a choice, you're stepping into a potential, into a possibility. Now, I'm hoping that I've explained that well enough for you to understand this because really what it is, is it allows for you to understand change. It allows for you to get control of your change, that you are the one in the state of choosing which universe, which dimension you're actually experiencing, actually living in. Now, here's the thing, brothers. Because you're a dimensional being, and we've talked about this, right? We'd say dimensional being, we say spiritual being, we say being of light, we say being of love, we say all these different things, right? But if you're a dimensional being, then that means that your change occurs the moment you make the decision, the moment you take the action, right? The moment that happens through the universal truth, you think it, you feel it, you do it, boom, you've done it, you've stepped into this new, again, it's literally a new world. It's not the same universe you were in a minute ago. It's a completely different universe. Of course, everything looks the same because as I said, there's an infinite number of universes in order for your perception of the illusion of the hologram to maintain stability and journey <laughs> for us to go through this experience, everything has to look the same or else you'd be constantly reconstructing from the ground up. So everything is the same in this universe except for that one change. And that happens instantaneously. In the change that occurs in the, in the realm of dimension, you have literally stepped into this new place. It's not the same Earth. <laughs> it's not the same planet. It is the planet Earth, but it's the planet Earth in a different universe. Now, I might be belaboring this a little bit, but the reason why I'm doing that is because of this, because I want you guys to understand that. Even though the, the energetic, the dimensional, the spiritual change happens instantaneously, and by the way, brothers, we call this a miracle, right? Or the mystics would call this a miracle. Instantaneous change. Even though instantaneous change happens it happens all the time. We just are unconscious of it. And I'm going to get to that in a moment because I want you guys to understand how instantaneous change happens all the time. Most of us don't live in change. Most of us live in repeating cycle because we are unconscious, because we are asleep, because we're not expanding our consciousness. So most of us don't do that. We just live in this repeating cycle, repeating, repeating, repeating. That's what this whole podcast is about, how to change your life. And a lot of times people come because they want to change their life in a positive way. You know, I want to experience more wealth. I want to experience more relationship. I want to experience more happiness in my relationship. I want to experience more, more health. I want to experience whatever those external things are. But the truth is, and this is always the truth, my beloved brothers, the experience is the internal one. 
It's not the result that we want. It's the way we think the result is going to make us feel. And that's the problem. That's not, I don't say problem because problem, again, is, is definitely the wrong word. That is the challenge with this third dimension. Because our dimensional selves, our dimensional beings can make that instantaneous change, can step into a new dimension right now. All you do is think it. And we talk about this in the academy. I've talked about this on this podcast. You think it. It comes from consciousness. You choose to believe it. You choose to tell yourself a different story. Maybe write it down and read it to yourself. But as we know, what do we know? The realm of energy moves much faster <laughs> than the realm of density, than the realm of matter. So although you, as a dimensional being, as pure consciousness, have stepped into another universe, have stepped into another universe through your choice, through your intention, right? Your body has not. Your body has not come with you. I mean, your body has come with you. Your body has come with you, but it's coming with you in this way that it's like kicking and screaming, right? Kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming, because look, like you, the dimensional being, the spiritual being, has made the choice to change, right? So you make this choice, but here's what has to happen. What happens in the realm of matter and density, which is moving so much slower, right? The vibration is so slow. Well, what has to happen is the brain has to rewire, right? The neural network has to go through its change in matter and density in the hologram and that takes time because the reason why we live in the hologram is to experience time and everything in the hologram is bound by time time and space that's what it is it's a time and space experience so our brain has to rewire we're still working with the body that we pulled from the other dimension right we pulled this body from the other dimension we made this change, this spiritual, this dimensional change, and we ripped this body out of its old dimension, we put it in this new dimension, and now it's like, what is going on? It's freaking out. It's freaking out because you're telling it this new story, this new story that I go to the gym every day after work or every day before work, or I don't eat sugar, I don't drink alcohol, or I only drink alcohol at certain times, right? I feel amazing and loving and I show my, my wife, my girlfriend, lots of attention, right? I give her lots of love and attention. I make her know she's, she's a special and, and important person, right? I just, because what we give is what we receive, <laughs> right? So we talk about this or maybe it has to do with somebody else. Whatever the change is, it could be anything, brothers. Whatever the change is, your body is going to take a little bit more time to adjust to that dimension than your consciousness because your consciousness adjusts immediately. It's instantaneous. But your body has to go through all the things and stuff, right? All the things that matter has to go through. We got to rewire the neural network. We got to deregulate the cells from their chemical addiction to the emotion, whatever the emotion is, right? We have to deregulate that. We got to, we got, basically, we cut them off from their drug, right? We cut the cells off from their drug. So they got to deregulate. And then when they 
regenesis, when they split, when that cell creates a, a sister cell or a daughter cell, then that cell won't have as many receptor sites for whatever that emotional addiction is, right? That's, that's the withdrawal. That's going through. That's the healing process of the cell. That's bringing the cells back to homeostasis where you're not reliving past emotions. That's why you call it healing. Healing is, you know, letting go of past emotions. Forgiveness, healing is letting go of past emotions because you're actually physically, biocellularly, <laughs> bringing the cells back to homeostasis. You're going through a withdrawal process and that takes time. The body comes into the new dimension kicking and screaming, just like any drug addict going into rehab. You know, there's going to be the shakes, there's going to be the, the resistance, right? The old self, the drug addict self, does not want to look at the future. No matter how blissful and beautiful it may be, it only wants to hang on to what is known. And so there is that, that process where the body has to join the consciousness in the new dimension. And that can take time. And that's why consciousness expansion is so important. Because you've stepped in. You. You are the alpha state. You are the consciousness. You have stepped into the new dimension. And it's so important that you hold on to that story, that knowing that you've stepped into that new dimension, that you are that person. You are that person that what? Whatever that change is, it could be a micro change, it could be a macro change. That person that brings flowers home for your wife, that doesn't drink coffee, that plays softball with a group of, with a group of guys every summer, whatever it is. And I know what happens too. I know what happens when you begin to, t you're like, okay, so if I do this, then what happens? Well, your brain, the old neural network Puts up a fight, kicking and screaming. No, 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 no. That's going to come up with all these excuses why you can't do that. Oh, I don't have time to swing by and pick up flowers, right? Or if I don't drink my coffee, then I'm not going to have any energy, right? You got to do it. You're dependent on it. It's like, this must happen. I don't want to be groggy for work. Or maybe with the summer, with the softball, it's, yeah, I don't have time in the summertime. I've got all these other things to do. You know, I don't want to spend the time looking for this league or driving out there, whatever it is. Like, it's always going to come with a complaint because it wants to keep you in this dimension, right? That's what's easy for it. That's where it knows. That's where it's safe. So we reincarnate every day. We reincarnate every day by stepping into a new dimension, but we hold that story, that story of the new you, the future you, the you that is living in that dimension, that's always lived in that dimension, that wouldn't know what it's like to not live in that dimension. If that's what you choose, if you choose to not drink coffee, like let's say you say this, I'm not going to drink coffee, right? That's the change that you're going to make. And I know that may be like something small, maybe something big. <laughs> for some of you, I'd be like, whoa, that's never going to happen ever. But for some of you, like, oh, that's kind of small. But let's just go with it because it doesn't matter because all miracles are the same. All miracles are the same. You say, I'm going to choose to not drink coffee. And so you say that to yourself. And here's the idea of daily reincarnation, just very quickly. I mentioned it briefly last week, but I'm going to repeat it here, is that rather than the body dying to reincarnate the soul as a baby through a new cellular form, through a new quote-unquote lifetime, the idea of daily reincarnation is that you go through a death, quote-unquote little death, or little death, dimensional death, every single day, every time you sleep, essentially, every time you shift your brain waves from the waking beta, beta state, beta brainwave, that's the waking, right? That's the program. That's being in the matrix. When you're in beta wave, you're living in your conditioning, right? You're living in your conditioning. You're living in the program of the matrix. And then you slip down into alpha. When you slip down to alpha, then you're living in a more relaxed state. 
And this is much closer to that state of manifestation, close to that state of oneness, close to that state of bliss. So you step down to that alpha state brainwave, and then you start to fall asleep by going into theta and then delta. And what I'm offering here with this concept, and it's a concept, brothers, let's not take this too far. <laughs> I don't want to take this to the extreme where I'm saying like we're actually dying. What I'm going to say is like, as a concept that every time you fall asleep, every time your brain slips into delta, you're kind of resetting, right? You're kind of like going into this wash, this reset. And that's what the dream state is. You know, the dream state is kind of like the bardo states where they, you know, when you talk about the body dying and you go into the bardo states where the soul it gets washed of all the experience, you know, the light flashed before the eyes and so on. Well, we kind of do that with our dreams. You know, we do that with our dreams. We process the day. We have a lot of images and, and things that happen. So, so it can be a very similar concept, but then when we wake up, what happens? Well, we're reincarnated. And what most of us do, what most humans do, is we reincarnate who we were the day before. We wake up, and we just immediately, for safety's sake, <laughs> right, for familiarity, to figure out how to begin to take action rather than pay attention to what's going on in our body. See, most people, though, we don't pay attention to our vibration. We just immediately begin to buffer. We just get up and start going, start moving, start acting. Because that reminds us of who we are. We just need to remember who we are. Oh, yeah, this is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do because this is who I am. This is who I am. So we're just reincarnating the person who we were before. Now, that's great and that's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that. Remember, we're not talking about right or wrongs here. <laughs> it's simply that if the life that you're repeating, if the life that you're reincarnating every day is not the life that's serving you, if it's an experience that you're, you've become either addicted to or maybe suffering from, then... You have the power to change that every single morning by just making a new choice, by saying, okay, I'm not going to drink coffee. And you can practice this every day before going to sleep. This is the practice that I would offer, that I offer you now, every single day before going to sleep. One thing, when I wake up in the morning, when I'm in the morning and I'm in a new body, I'm in a new universe, new universe, new body, my consciousness, my, the consciousness that I am, I am consciousness. I am everywhere at all times. I'm in every dimension. I've made every choice. And when I wake up, everything will be the same. I'll be here. I'll be in this beautiful, wonderful, amazing, <laughs> again, state of rapture because I'm alive and this will be different. This is the glitch. This is the change I'm going to make in the matrix. Not a glitch, right? It's a change you're going to make with intention. And you say that every night before you go to sleep so you know what that is and that's going to be I'm not going to drink coffee. And then you wake up in the morning and you look at that, you look at that writing, that piece of paper, maybe it's a vision board of something, it's a big cup of coffee with a circle and an X through it like Ghostbusters, and you're looking at that, and you're like, whoa, okay, so I'm not going to drink coffee. You remind yourself of who you are. You remind yourself of the consciousness that, of who you are, that you are not a person that drinks coffee any more than you're a person who shoplifts, if you guys remember that. <laughs> if you guys are new to the podcast, I used to use that as an example, Right? There are people out there who like to steal things, but most of us just don't think about it. Most of us are so, you know, we just, we walk in, we see a price tag, we walk to the register, we pay for it. We don't even think about stealing it, right? It's just not a part of our awareness. And that's the same. Drinking coffee is no longer a part of your awareness. It's just not something you do. You know that other people do this. You know that other people shoplift, but you don't do that. You don't drink coffee. And here's the thing. So you get up in the morning, now your body is being dragged, kicking and screaming into this new dimension, right? So your body wants that coffee. <laughs> your body's already like, uh, what is going on? Where is our drug? Where's our caffeine? So your body needs time. It needs time to adjust. It needs time to come into 
in its form of matter, in its form of density, in its cellular form, the alignment that your consciousness has shifted into. Okay, so it takes that time, and that's the withdrawal thing, right? That's the change thing. That's where we go through. That's why people eventually maybe give up and say, I'm done with it. And here's the thing, brothers, and I'm going to try to wrap this up. I know we're getting close, but here's the thing. When you guys make that choice, when you make that choice, it can be any choice. It can be anything. Again, all miracles are the same. All miracles are the same. When you make that choice, the practice of consciousness expansion is to keep your mind on that choice, is to keep your consciousness on that new story. Knowing that you're in that new dimension, that you've literally died and are born again, reincarnated into this new day, into this new universe, where, yes, your body has come from this old universe, so you're aware that it is going to take time. Your bio suit, right? Your machine, your avatar. That's why I offer this concept, is so that you can be gentle with your body. You know, I've talked to you guys a lot about how to handle emotions, you know, resisting, avoiding, reacting. Knowing that your body, let's put it this way, it's your past self. It's your past self. It's your past self that's kind of coming into this new self. It's, your, it's the body, the biosuit, the avatar of a conscious choice that is no longer you. Right? So this new you, this consciousness that is now you with this new choice is putting on this new suit and it's just taking a little bit of time to wiggle into. Right? I'm just wiggling into this new story because it's the body becoming the story, not the story becoming the body. So you put on this new suit and wiggle into it. Now if you resist it, if you fight it, if you try to avoid it, and when I say avoid it, I mean all the discomfort then you're going to have that suffering. And you might even quit. You might even say, okay, this change is not worth it. I'm going to just go back to that old dimension, right? Because then the body kind of drags, it kind of falls back into the old dimension and the consciousness just comes with it. What we call the relapse. You end up back in that old place, back in that old dimension, back in that old universe, right? Just thinking that you're living that, that linear life again. But when you can feel into the discomfort, when you can just kind of allow it to be there, knowing, knowing what's happening, I am going through withdrawal. I am going through cellular downregulation, right? I'm going through cellular regenesis. I'm going through a rewiring of the neural network, you know? This body is going through the changes in matter and density, which take more time, that are required to catch up to who I am choosing to be. And that's a part of the conscious expansion when I say to be able to Adapt to change and create change with intention. You adapt to it by leaning into that quote-unquote discomfort. And we only call it discomfort because there's shifts, right? Because that's the way we maybe choose to experience it. But if we can choose to experience it with a different perception, with a different story, that we're loving ourselves into the new dimension. We're kind of pulling. It's like that Thor, right? You guys remember the Marvel a movie with Thor that's the Einstein-Rosen bridge, right? We're going between two worlds here, okay? Your consciousness takes you instantaneously. You're there, but your body has to go through this bridge like they did in the movie. So, you know, like, welcome it. Give it support. 
say, yeah, like you're almost there. Like we're getting there. We're getting there. It's all good. You're going to make it. You know, eventually you're going to be here with me, <laughs> right? All this is going to go away. You know, all this discomfort is going to go away because you're going to be here with me in this new universe. We're one together where the story and the body are one, where there's no, none of this cognitive dissonance anymore because the consciousness that I'm using to change and step into the future is no longer fighting against the old neural network that's in the old dimension, because the neural network's caught up to the new dimension, and now that we're not in cognitive dissonance anymore, we're, now we're just in that new choice. The choice is now effortless and easy, and it's just who we are. And look, brothers, I just want to finish with this. I know that this is a longer one. Hopefully you guys understand this, this concept and can begin to apply it and use it. Just one thing, one thing, but don't judge yourself. You don't have to make this thing so magnanimous Right? Take it easy. Begin with something small. That's what I'm saying. Begin with coffee, maybe. Like something very small. Maybe that's too big. <laughs> You're like, well, oh, no, 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 that's too much. But something small, because all miracles, all miracles are equal. There's no such thing as a mer one miracle that's greater than another. And miracles happen all the time. All the time. A miracle is stepping into a new dimension. A miracle is, is taking your consciousness and making a shift in who you think you are, in such a way that it empowers you. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. You know, we can do that for others. You know, there's no difference in miracle. And I'm going to say this, you know, while you guys have to think about this. There's no difference in miracle between quitting drinking coffee and quitting shooting heroin. And you guys may be like, whoa, 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 like what does that mean? Like certainly it's much easier to quit drinking coffee. Sh sure, maybe. But in terms of the miracle itself, in terms of the shifting of consciousness, in terms of Per human A saying to himself one day, I'm no longer going to drink coffee. And then waking up that morning and never touching a cup of coffee again. Like, I know that's extreme and maybe like, well, what's, what's so bad about coffee? I'm not saying anything's bad about coffee. I'm not saying that at all. Please don't, let, don't take my words to demonize coffee. What I'm saying is that there's no difference in, in going cold turkey with coffee. And person B, you know, a, a heroin addict who says, yeah, that's it. Like, I'm done. This is rock bottom. I can't take it, right? They're done. And saying, I will no longer shoot. Like, I'm done. I'm going. I'm done. Like, maybe walking into a, a clinic, getting some help. Really, like, waking up that next morning and never shooting up again. Like, it happens, brothers. It happens. It happens. And we think we don't even notice these miracles. Even as simple as giving someone a hug and feeling, feeling the change in their heartbeat. That is a miracle. Because there's a shift that occurs. <laughs> there's an energetic shift that occurs. It can be inspiring. When you inspire, when you expire with example or expire with anything, you can invoke this in others. But the point is, the point is, there's no such thing as a small miracle and a large miracle. One of the great teachers said, you will be able to do all this and more when you have the faith Grain of a mustard seed, right? You'll say to that mountain, move from here to there and it will move. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about making a conscious change, a change from who you are, from the foundations, from the roots of self, which is the awareness, which is the observer, and stepping into where the mountain was in the east and into a new dimension where now the mountain is in the west. And in that new dimension... You no longer drink coffee, <laughs> right? Or you no longer feel anxiety around talking to beautiful women, right? I mean, to, th to throw in like a relationship thing. 
You know, because the person who felt the anxiety is the person where the mountain is in the east. And now the mountain is in the west. And it's okay if you still feel anxiety. Because you know what? That's just your body catching up. Yeah, your body's catching up. Your body's catching up to this new consciousness that doesn't feel anxiety. So you tell yourself, I'm, I'm feeling this anxiety, but it's, it's just my body catching up. It's my body just because, you know, it's moving. So that way you, your consciousness can approach, can go up and talk to, can make a connection with people, whether it's a, whether it's a beautiful woman or whether it's somebody else, right? You can just begin to make more friends, whatever it is. And yeah, you'll still maybe feel the anxiety because your body's, like I say, your body's still in that other dimension, but it'll go away <laughs> because you made the conscious choice to be the person who doesn't experience life that way. And again, even if you do, you love it, you ease it in. And that's what I got for you today, brothers. I will see you next week, or you will hear from me next week. <laughs> and until then, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash. Unleash.